Sensi Star Jones here with the Keep It Loud Crew podcast. I have a special podcast for you. I have a special one back into the NFT world. I'm going all the way to building and the founders of the crowdfunding, the projects, the business development side, the sales side. We're going all the way down to India, Silicon Valley, Bangalore, where we have Aaron Bentley, one of the leading NFT project development owners, or should I say CEO. Let's welcome Mr. Bentley to the show. Mr. Bentley, how are you doing this morning? Our listening audience is live and we love to hear your voice all the way for India. So please introduce yourself to our listening audience. Hey, thank you so much for that. I'm really uh, you know, uh, that's a very, very glowing introduction. I, I can help. You know, I'm still learning in this space, but I'm more than happy. Everything that I've learned. Uh, and uh, I'm really, really glad to be here. Uh, my name is Arun Benti. Um, I'm the co-founder of uh, Fandify. Fandify is a crowdfunding platform built on NFTs. Just a little brief introduction about myself. Um, I've been in the technology space for over 20 years now. I, you know, started my first company uh, in Bangalore, uh, which is still running. I, uh, it's still based technology. It's still maintained and managed by this company that we started two decades ago. Um, we have about 40 engineers, you de developers, UI developers, and you know testing community and stuff like that out here in Bangalore. And uh, of course, after COVID, everyone is like sort of working remotely. But yeah, so we've been in this space for a really, really long time. I have personally, uh, you know, been involved in many startups. Um, uh, you know, I've, I've had my fair share of successes and failures in the one. Two decades. And uh, in the last, uh, you know, two or three years, uh, we've been very focused on the uh, blockchain space. Uh, as you know, we are from Bangalore and Bangalore is home to some really large uh, blockchain companies and we have a massive talent pool here. And, um, you know, we're trying to change some fundamental aspects of the way the, the internet works and the way internet can actually bring value to people around the world. Uh, it's a really, really fascinating time to be uh, in this space. And I'm uh, so glad to uh, play a role in this. This is wonderful. So 20 years to be in the space of technology development. Now, I see that you have many different, um, I should say, companies or platforms. So let's talk about the, the, the Fandy DeFi app. Now, is that a crowdfunding for NFTs? And how does that actually work? And Sure. What, what, what are the benefits of actually a crowdfunding project, per se, just a regular project? Great. Uh, crowdfunding, you know, is as old as the Internet. OK. And, uh, you know, I would say, uh, you know, it's been uh, platforms like Kickstarter and Indiegogo have helped, uh, you know, fund billions of dollars, uh, you know, uh, on various projects. Uh, you know, hundreds of thousands of projects have launched on crowdfunding platforms. And it is something that we are all uh, very familiar with. Um, and um, if you look at, uh, if you look at uh, platforms like uh, Kickstarter, 
30% of the people succeed in raising funds. Um, this is even a project. I mean, that's a problem. Um, um, you know, know, and if you look at success ratios, uh, it is very, very low. Um, now, having said that, if in particular interest, there have been many bands in the past who have had very successful crowdfunding, uh, you know, exercises. Okay, a point in, uh, uh, you know, something that I can, you know, really band like a Merillion. Uh, Band, uh, you know, sort of uh, progressive rock band in the first successful fundraise got out of their contract, and uh, they went to their fan. Um, you guys want to listen and them just for you, and they ended up successful crowdfund, you know, uh, exercise for them. But um, for everyone, um, and the reason for that is uh, the kind of that you give to your, your listeners or your fans doesn't translate projects, and that's one of the reasons why we built um, Fandify, you know, has a has an interesting concept. Is we create a set that your fans can own via an NFT. A much better sort of a crowdfunding cycle for you. So, um, uh, so that's uh, so. A bit more details about uh, how the Fandify platform works, but I'll, I'll. If you have any questions that you'd like to ask. Oh man, well, you know exactly because I you you have some really great great business here. Um, well, for me, uh, how would the the now is this going to be a token? What type of ecosystem are we working on exactly? Can the average person just start up on Fantify to do a crowdfunding? Say an artist has a single out, a record, or let's say a, a album that's coming out. Um, will that artist now be able to go to Fantify, um, upload his in, his or her information? Now, some artists I'm seeing in the NFT space are given publishing royalties. Is all of this intertwined in Fantify before I go on to your next project? That's the only question I have for Fantify per se. Okay. I'll try and explain. Yeah. One scenario is without Fandify. Let's take a band that wants to. I'll. I'll try it's related to you know your audience. There's a lot of relevance there. So let's talk about um like let's take a talk about an artist um that wants to um crowdfund and finance um them um and give some fans. Okay, so here's how it would work without Fandify. Up there, and you need to put a Kickstarter page and say, Hey, you know, it's thousand dollars. You add them. Let's say they have five thousand fans and a couple of fans on Instagram, and they have some way in which they can reach out to their fans. 
set up a project on, on Kickstarter and I say, okay, we're going to crowd, crowdfund this 50,000. And you basically they will say they will give uh, uh, some reward. Investing in it. So they say, okay, the lowest dollars, you get the album for free. Would be on Apple Music to buy and uh, you know uh, some music. Great. The second, you know, reward could be for your signed CD, maybe, uh, and for maybe I'll be final for maybe two thousand dollars. I'll give you a concert ticket. We can pay for the band, right? So you have the problem with this approach is that. You only have 5,000 fans, which means you need to do a lot of 50,000. Um, let's say I'm a fan. I'm like, hey, you know what? I might as well wait till you produce your album and then I'll pay you the $10, right? So, you know, it's almost like, see, it's their music once it's made, it's 10 times more harder for them to sell their music. Right, so, so that's how most crowdfunding platform, uh, you know, a musician performs the work. So that's the scenario that you have without Fandify. On the same, so let's say a band was raised fifty thousand dollars. They come. I know. Page, uh, uh, part of the project page. Game. A backer token NFT. A backer token is artwork. It's not music file. It's just a promissory note, which is mint. What this note does is it has a smart contract behind it. The bank can write anything they want in that smart contract. All the smart contract does for you as a backer token NFT. You can design how much ownership you would like to give. Find what owner leave it really, uh, you know, open. That's it. Okay. So let's say you want to raise $50,000 and let thousand fans. And you know that all of those 5,000 are your hardcore fans. I mean, they will do anything for you. 500. So what you would do is you would mint maybe 600 or so let's say for the sake of argument, let's say 500 and nice. by, you know, whatever each of these back $50,000 from that. Okay. So it's hundreds of $100 one token. True. Second part of that is you now much ownership do you want to give um you know to be to your fan base so you can say all right i'm going to give you ten ownership or or something like that or 0.5 percent ownership it really up decide you can give out this um so that's what sets this line for your fundraise what that point five percent gives you okay in terms of ownership this could be access to you this could be access to tickets this could be access to royalties um 
that that ecosystem seems to be on the verge of a real boom right now it seems but that's enough of that baka token if we have more to continue because we have two others i would like to talk about you do have paper trail which now paper trail seems to be a marketing this seems to be a wizard if you can explain a little more about paper trail because i see a b and i see you have the a b and a marketing meetup okay which is going to be um a big, big bookshop. So we can talk about that a little more, but let's get into Paper Trail because we just got from, from <laughs> the first app. Now you have another amazing app, which is Paper Trail. Let, let's, can you explain a little bit more about Paper Trail? Sure, sure, absolutely. So Paper Trail, we co-founded Paper Trail back in 2010. So it's almost 11 years in business now. So Paper Trail is mostly a sort of a B2B platform. Uh, we work with book publishers, audiobook publishers, magazines, you know, all sorts of media companies around the world use Paper Trail. And what a Paper Trail helps you do is so let's say you have an ebook or an audiobook or a digital magazine or even music, and let's say you want to sell it directly to your audience. Um, it's really hard. Okay. So, uh, you know, if you have any digital product that you'd like to sell, uh, you probably would like, you know, sign up for a Shopify account and put a cart and then say, okay, let's say you want to sell a book, right? How will you do it? We'll have a Shopify account and then you put a PDF file there and you put a price and somebody buys it and you'll send an email of the PDF. Okay. It's an extremely clunky experience, right? Um, or let's say you have an ebook, you need an ebook reader, you know, the, your audience needs an ebook reader. If you have an audiobook, you know, you need to have the mechanism to play and listen to that audiobook, right? So it's really difficult. What Paper Trail does is it gives you a full suite, an e-commerce suite, where you can create your own storefront, you can set up your banners, you can set up all your products, uh, you can enable a single item purchase, or you can enable subscriptions. We support subscription as well. Uh, we are integrated with a worldwide, uh, you know, payment gateway company. So you can sell in 130 plus countries and, you know, as many currencies as you want. And here's the best part. When someone buys an audiobook or an ebook on using the Paper Trail platform, uh, it's a seamless experience. You add the book, you pay for it, and you get a link. You click on it, you can download an app. The ebook comes inside of the app and you start reading. Okay, within three clicks, you're reading, listening, or even watching a movie. So it's a, it's a digital platform to completely streamline your digital consumption, okay, of what you're consuming. Now, the thing that I want to, we don't have confirmed dates, but, uh, you know, this is something that we're planning for January of 2022, or if it extends, maybe by February 2022, if you buy an, let's say it's a music album, you'll be taken to a link where you can download an app, you open the app and connect your MetaMask wallet and you'll start listening to your music using the Ooh. best audio player you can connect it to your card you can listen to it on the go and if you are selling a book you can crowdfund it on findify and when it's ready your audience can start reading it okay rather than mucking around with an open c account and not knowing what to do right so all of this is going to be integrated into this really seamless user experience um and, and that's kind of what paper trail is and has has you know has a 10-year history we have the most rock solid technology behind it you know we currently power almost half a million digital products around the world 
We've got millions of customers already using it. Um, and we just want to bring that entire technology into the NFT space. I think uh, we'll have a major head start as, as compared to most of the other competitors in the space. You have a, you have a huge uh, head start. And most of the competitors in the space are not coming with the, the type of backing of knowledge. Uh, between both companies, that's 30 years. You don't see that right now in the space. Um, some companies are startups. Some companies may be the devs have worked in the space for 20 years. But for a consistent company to say that they're in the space of the dev development within the NFT space, uh, combined for 30 years, I have not heard that yet. That, that is not something to hear. Uh, that's not what you hear in spaces. That's not what you you see from reading the white papers. Um, so I'm proud to, to have you on the podcast show and hearing what you have, sir, Mr. Benthi. It is a pleasure for me to have you on the show because now you spoke about two. Let's get into the third one because it seems like all three companies tie into one. Now, the last thing i have to ask you about paper trail now i know mm -hmm. that paper trail is is more let me just be straight up can you use paper trail as a audio book for an audio book format or yes yes wow so we we uh, whether you read hear uh, whether you read listen or watch or even you want to create like interactive like say games and stuff like that um, the platform supports all different types of digital formats. So it's a very powerful tool. We have a very extensive infrastructure in place uh, just to manage that. So yeah, it handles any kind of digital product. Ooh. So now <laughs> I, I, I'm going to be, uh, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to be uh, using two of your products uh, on the air right now. I'm telling you, I'm going to um, use them. Uh, I'm right now emailing my team the information. We're going to talk about the last one, the end-to-end -end software development, because um, they had a question about this one. Now, this is um, Trellis Sys. Is, that, is, yeah. is yes. that correct? Now, this is an end-to-end -end software development and design service. So now, let's break that down a little more, because if you're going end-to-end, peer-to-peer, now you're actually developing the the software for the blockchain or is this the software um in general um if you can break that down a little bit so trellises.net is essentially a people-powered company okay so um, trellises is an experiment okay and it has been a 20-year-old experiment and here's how here's our philosophy when we started trellises um as you know india has a lot of really great engineering talent uh, but this talent, you know, sometimes doesn't get the necessary exposure for companies, uh, let's say, around the world, let's say the US or the UK, across Europe, where, you know, they want the best engineering teams, um, you know, because in their home country, either it's too expensive or, you know, um, you have a lot of attrition, you have a lot of people leaving jobs and stuff like that. So it's very difficult to run a software enterprise, okay? It's very expensive. The reason for that is, if you're a good software engineer, A, you're starting your own business, or B, for the Facebooks and the Googles and, you know, all the large companies. So what do all the other companies uh, So you know, what do you do is, like, you basically hire some engineers, and then you hope that they'll stay with this. It's one of the most...
ஆரம்பிச்சிருக்காங்க we're always at the cutting edge of technology and that's what a good software engineer wants you know they want challenges so trellisis is basically a company that takes talent nurtures it it's a long term sort of an investment that we have made you know and um wow. it is really paying off now because we have some amazing amazing people working insecure talk to teams solving some really hard what is this wow this is amazing because like i tell you mr ben benty it i've i've heard um you in the space speak about and you were very passionate when you, what i like about when you hear something that's wrong in coming from maybe a developer or just wrong in coding period i like how you you always stand up and you tell them what you have like this is what we have this is what we've been doing x y and z and you you're so confident behind that you're transparent behind everything you're doing and that's what we're not finding from a lot of these companies um the transparency especially in the technology world so before i go now mr benty do you have any how do, how are you going to now onboard the rest of your staff into web3 is there a special way you're onboarding to i mean everyone is developers everyone can can understand but for the ones that do not understand are you coming up with a simple onboarding platform or information that your company will offer in the future as we go down uh, around this curve for the web3 yeah so you know i think uh, that's a great question so you know for us you know when you're in the software field right it's kind of like you know predicting the future right you got to look 5 years you know down the road and um, sort of predict what is going to be the technology that's going to be at the forefront so sometimes it's you know sometimes you get it right sometimes you get it and what we try and do is we invest a lot in people okay especially in trellises so when it comes to web3 back in 2018 okay so really? we work you block back then nobody, nobody even wanted to touch anything in blockchain nobody wanted to talk about crypto and there was nothing called i mean nobody heard very very nascent <laughs> but uh, you know we had <laughs> you know it was like come on it's like you know it, seriously i mean last year this time, hardly anyone knew about nfts and today is the rage okay so 
So I would advise anyone, all my listeners, to go ahead and, and, and follow Mr. Uh, Aaron Benty. It's uh, A-R-U-N-B-E-N-T-Y dot E for Edgar, T for Thomas, H for Harry on Twitter. And Mr. Benty, is there anything else you'd like to wrap up and, and, and tell our listening audience? Uh, you can uh, tell us where you can find us on, find you on all listening platforms. Uh, or all social media platforms, I should say. This is going out on all podcast podcast platforms right now: Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Ghana, Angami, um, Yandex, and we can go on and on. But Mr. Benti, the table is yours. Uh, thank you so much. Yeah, so you can, uh, you know, the best place to sort of follow me would be on Twitter. My handle is a Benti. That's a b e n t y. Um, and, uh, you know, I have my profile up there and I have links to everything that we're working on, everything that we've worked in the past. And that, that's probably the best place. Um, I am very passionate about helping people understand the Web3 space. Uh, and the reason for that is I was extremely skeptical getting on board. It took me a year for my co-founder to convince me that this is the future. So I spent a lot of time convincing or like reading, reading and sort of understanding the space. And what I'm really passionate about in the next, you know, the next couple of years is to help onboard everybody else onto this, because this is a lot bigger than each of us. I think uh, the Web3 movement is not about one company or anything succeeding. Uh, there's no winner take all concept here at all experience um i think we finally have um, a truly democratizing technology in front of us and i'm so passionate about getting this out because i i have kids and i want them to live in a much better world than we are living in and i think uh, we finally have the means to make it happen
Well, Mr. Bendy, thank you so much. And I'm doing my part, as you can see, to get the word out. Um, just like you, I'm very skeptical in, in certain things that I do because I'm a lot private, you know, for my distribution and podcasts. I work one-on-one -on -one with a lot of, um, well, I'll say my handful of individuals, which is 11. Uh, that's really, we have a tight connection, you know, um, and we always are, are, are abroad. We never met each other. We, ne we always work through computers. So when I heard about the Web3 and converting it was, wow, I just wanted to make sure I, I interlinked with the right souls, you know, the right ones that have passion. And I was brought, I was drawn to you in that one conversation, like I said, and that, that kind of blew my mind away for the simplicity, straight to the point and the passion. That's what you look behind Des, the ethic. You know, you want to look for the ethics behind um, individuals, especially in the IT world. And uh, you came straight to the point and you knocked the punch out. The host didn't have anything to say and you stepped down. I was like, that's somebody I want to follow. <laughs> that is exactly who I want to follow right there. So thank you so much. I know I, I took just a brief time of the morning. I don't want to take a second more, but we can catch up on part two of this when we get deeper down into uh, the second quarter of next year. So Mr. Benty, it was a pleasure having you on the podcast show from the Keep It Loud crew. You have a wonderful morning over in India. Thank you so much. So I'm getting ready. Okay. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome, Mr. Betty. You have a wonderful night then. And God bless to you and yours. Thank you. Have a nice day. Same. Bye-bye.